0: Hello and welcome to episode number 94 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn, and this is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, and spread the pure joy that comes with Ripping Open Wax Packs. Also, we'll have a weekly segment called Curt Facts where my brother Curtis researches some players from the previous episode, and I pass those Interesting facts on to y'all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and most podcast platforms. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com, and our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. On YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs, and you'll see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veteran charities, so please contact us through one of the outlets I just mentioned. and We'd be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way we can. Uh, Thank everybody for their support. Um, Remember to check out CB's Ten to Check Out, a music podcast, sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs that they might want to look further into. Uh, That comes out once a month, and it's another podcast that's put together by Curtis and me. Uh, Today we will be discussing 1992 Skybox AAA pre-rookie baseball cards. We don't have a lot about that online. I was looking up a lot um, of, I looked up information about it. And uh, if anybody has any extra information they want to comment or email in um, or tweet about. Or if you have any of these cards you want to show us. Um, I did find a lot of information about just what cards are in it in the set but um not a lot of information about it so i'm just going to say what i kind of think about it and then we'll uh do Kurt fax for we'll do Kurt fax first and we'll do that and then we'll actually open a couple of other uh small packs since this is a short uh pack the packs not too small but um we don't know a ton about it just what kind of what i think about it um and that way we'll see some extra cards being opened they little in their newer packs so It'll be good. Um, Got in touch with my best friend from high school, Jason, and uh, we started looking at some of our old cards. He was sending me, he lives in Ohio and I live in Arkansas, and uh, we were just talking about old times. All we did was play sports, look at our baseball and basketball cards, and hang out, and he had to happen to have, he has like the whole set of 1986 Fleer with the Jordan rookie. I think he just missing the Jordan rookie said somebody stole that, but he had the rest of them. So that was pretty amazing, but it was cool looking at reminiscing at old um, wax packs and different cards. And we talked about the Canseco rookie being worth so much and now it's not just how uh, packs have changed and how expensive they are now compared to when we could get them for 35 cents or whatever. So that was, that was a good time reminiscing on that wax in nostalgia. Um, so, uh, again, thanks everybody for the support a little bit about 1992 Skybox AAA pre-rookie, um, baseball cards. Um, here are some cards that are, um, in it. What, and what it is, is it's, it's some of the, uh, uh, players that are in AAA, obviously AAA baseball. So that's right before you might get the call to the major leagues and Skybox, Um, I think they were more about basketball, and I think they even now, I'm not sure if they still do basketball, they probably do, but Skybox was a a big basketball uh, set producer, I believe. Um, But these cards were when they were in AAA, and so they call it pre-rookie, so some of these guys did make the major leagues, and some of them are, I'm pretty sure there's a couple Hall of Famers in here, but um, I called this episode pedro martino martinez rookie search if he's not in the hall of fame he he may be getting close i can't remember I, well kurt will have to look that up kind of do that off the top of my head but um i know he's a really good player a good pitcher that's a major league baseball player that was awesome so i kind of wrote down a few of them we're looking for pedro martinez raul Mondesi he had some good years he's in there so it, it says rookie card next to these um, tim wakefield knuckleball pitcher who actually, I think, wasn't a pitcher when he got drafted. He turned into a knuckleballer because he wasn't a great hitter or something like that. Um, Vinny Castilla, he had some good years. Brett Boone's in here. Um, there are 310 cards in the set, um, and these are uh, obviously AAA players at the time. J.T. Snow, he had some good years. Ozzy Canseco, I thought that was a good one right now because he did have a, um, a cup of coffee in the major leagues, but that was probably because of jose his brother but i think he did have a good minor league career he, he was strong and a home run hitter but just not quite uh, jose and they're twins identical twin brothers um, ryan klesko's in here uh, dj dozier who also played nfl football and was a good player um, he's in here he was in the major leagues as well mark Wohlers, great fireball pitcher and Derek Bell and it says Derek Bell was the player of the year in the AAA that year in AAA baseball that year. So those are some of the players that were major leaguers. I think there are some more, but those are kind of some the best ones that I thought. So we'll open this pack up. It says on the pack America's first choice in minor league trading cards 15 cards per pack and uh, the back just says this is part of the major league baseball family of licensed products. So there were a lot more licensed products than now it's mostly tops I believe that are licensed by major League. But this is a major league and minor league um, licensed product. So um, so I thought it was pretty cool. just happened to have this pack. It's the only one I had. And um, I'm getting down to where I need to get some packs that I haven't opened before. So this one came along. I'm searching for some more for episode number 95. So we'll see how that goes. So we're going to go ahead and do our Kurt Facts segment. And then we'll open that pack and send information that you have about uh, skybox pre-rookie 92 cards uh triple a baseball cards because i think they're i saw that they're a double a too this is triple a all right um episode 93 from last week 1990 tops traded in 2021 tops heritage Uh, curtis says uh, satchel page is the special throwback player chosen for this week's kurt facts he was a major league hall of fame pitcher who pitched approximately six major league baseball seasons with the Cleveland Indians um, in 1948, 1949, St. Louis Browns 1951 through 53, and the KCAs in 1965. And amazingly, listen to this, everyone: he was 42 years old in 1948 when he made his major league baseball debut with Cleveland after spending 22 seasons playing professionally in the Negro leagues. It's sad that he couldn't play all his, you know, his best years, which he was still good. Uh, when he was younger because they wouldn't let um, african-americans in major league baseball still a travesty um, this debut right rank, still ranks him as the oldest player to debut in the majors and he also holds the record as the oldest player to appear in a major league game when he pitched in a kca's game at listen to this age 59 he was 59 years old and he pitched three scoreless innings and he struck out two during his Negro League years, he was known to make his infield sit down and then proceed to strike out the side. He was the first black pitcher in the AL and the first former Negro League player to pitch in the World Series when he helped the 1948 Indians win the World Series. Satchel is actually his nickname that he earned as a youth, toting bags for passengers at the train station in Mobile, Alabama. He actually was taught to pitch while in reform school and fought for five years while he served time for school truancy and petty theft from age eight. 13 to 18 almost 18 he was known for a hesitation pitch that was so devastating that the commissioner outlawed it as a balk mostly because page was making hitters half his age look foolish he also was faced with a manager who was hesitant to use him because he was black of course unbelievable after not having a very good 1953 season with the st louis browns he was released and spent the next 12 seasons playing professionally by barnstorming across the country playing exhibition games against all-star teams from the cities he visited although he had a very short major league baseball career many of the greats of the time such as joe dimaggio hack wilson and dizzy dean said page was the best pitcher they ever saw when they would face him during barnstorming appearances in the off season during his days in the negro leagues his induction into the Hall of Fame came about as a result of the implementation of a Negro League Committee who were in charge of choosing and awarding Hall of Fame status to players who spent most of their time in the Negro Leagues. Negro League stats are not as reliable, but as an example of his skill, I found that in 1935 he had 29 wins and 2 losses with a 1.96 ERA and 321 strikeouts in 220 innings. So, unbelievable pitcher and those guys that were in the Major League base in Major League Baseball said he was the best uh pitcher they had ever seen pretty cool um and you can look up a lot more about satchel page it's an amazing story all right john franco was pulled and he's a former left-handed relief pitcher who played 22 seasons with the reds mets and astros uh he appeared in 1119 nl games which is still the nl record and is the fourth in major league and his fourth in major league history his 424 career saves rank him uh fifth all time in major league history is also the most in major league history for a lefty he's a four-time all-star who won two nl roll relief man awards and also led the nl in saves three times finishing his career with 90 wins 87 losses and a 2.89 era 975 strikeouts and 424 saves his devastating out pitch um, that most thought was a screwball is actually a circle change up so i what you hear all the time now the circle change Alright, Carlos Baerga was pulled, and while he had a solid Major League career, I mostly picked him because he was one of my favorite Cleveland Indian players during the rise to prominence in the 90s. He was a solid second baseman, but was known more for his hard-hitting and switch-hitting ability. He was elected to the Cleveland Hall of Fame in 2013, and for some reason, my dad and brother used to say that I looked like him. I think it was because of my Frito Bandito mustache back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, Kurt. He had about an 11-year major league career and compiled lifetime stats of 291 batting average, 1,543 hits, 134 homers, and 774 RBIs. But what I remember the most about him was the 1992-93 seasons. He became the first second baseman since Rogers Hornsby in 1922 to have back-to-back seasons of at least 200 hits, 20 homers, 100 RBIs, and a 300 average man that's amazing he's also the first of three major league players to ever hit a homer from each side of the plate in the same inning which he did in 1993 and i happened to be at that game what kurt was at that game dang that's so cool brandon crawford was pulled and is currently a shortstop for the san francisco giants he has uh, had a solid career with notable achievements of being the sixth player in Major League Baseball history to hit a Grand Slam in his first game, winning four gold gloves and being included in three All-Star games. He holds the Giants record for most games played at shortstop and also is part of two Giants World Series winning teams. He is 79th on the list of career shortstop assists and 62nd on the list of career games at shortstop. His career stats thus far include a 253 average, 1,337 hits, and 139 homers, and 706 RBIs. I didn't know he had that good of a career, and so far, huh? All right, Kurt. Thanks for the Kurt facts. Appreciate that, brother. All right. So now we're going to go over YouTube and bust our 1992 Skybox pre-rookie AAA baseball card pack, and tell you who our winner is of the pack and the cards, and some of the cards for the episode. And some other wax packs, and then we'll open two other uh, small packs. All right, here we are with our um, pre-rookie '92 Skybox pack. So it's got um, <clears throat> um, that written on the top. 15 cards per pack. America's first choice in minor league trading cards, AAA baseball cards. Um, if you're on YouTube, you can see that. So go to YouTube if you're not, if you haven't went there yet. It's got a player on it, a um, little right-handed hitter. Um, No specific player. It's got a baseball diamond in the back set there. And kind of has pinstripes in the background there that are red with a gray pack. Um, Let's go ahead and open that pack. And these were those uh, couldn't tamper with packs at the time they had. that were not like wax anymore. Alright, here's what they look like. So it just has a white border. And it says AAA in the top corner there. Um, this is Jeff Carter has the name. Has a picture of him. And then it says Skybox pre-rookie 92 on the bottom with Tacoma Tigers. So that's who he played for. AAA affiliate of, I don't know if that was, might be of the Detroit Tigers. I'm not sure. It says affiliate. Oh, affiliate of the Oakland Athletics. It says it on the back. A's. That's pretty cool. And then on the bottom, it says their position was infield, so he plays all, some infield position. And well, then the back, and it seems like these are made pretty cheaply, the cards. They don't feel like the old um, nice cardboard stock, but this is a little glossier, and the picture is really nice. Uh, has all their minor league stats on it, so actually a pretty cool card. Then um, it has a little bit about them on the bottom of the of the card. It t- says a little bit about this guy, Jeff Carter. It says, fleet-footed second baseman is, f- is in his first season with the A's after six years in the Giants system. And then it talks a little bit about him and gives it a couple stats that happened to him that in, in the past there. All right, so we have Jeff Carter. We have Ron Stevens. We're looking for Major League Baseball guys. And those guys, I don't know if they, I don't think they made it. Scott Meadows, doesn't sound... Like he made it. Vancouver Canadians and Rochester Red Wings. Cool to see the names. Oh, awesome. I do love getting these. Checklists. I used to not like them, but I kind of like them now. Checklists. and These are in great uh, shape, these cards. Toledo Mud Hens. I've been up there a lot. Um, Kurt Knudsen. All right, we got DJ Dozier. That's one we were looking for. This guy is a guy that played football. I'm so glad we got this. Um, I think he played for maybe the Vikings. Kurt might want to look him up. I'm not sure. And I can't remember who else. Lions, maybe? I could be wrong. I'm not, I don't know. Um, it says... It kind of says in the bottom of this card... Oh, right here. It says... Former, 91, um, or former Heisman Trophy candidate at Penn State who played for NFL's Detroit Lions last fall. So, so at the last fall, during this time, he was playing for the Lions. It's pretty cool. And he had... He had some good stats. It shows here he had 13 homers and hit 297 one year. And he kind of went up and down from double A to single A to AAA. Um and then back to double A. So this was his triple A year before he made it. But I know he played in it in the majors. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh Willie Banks, he sounds familiar, like he might have made the pros. Pat Gomez. Not sure about him, maybe. Dave Nilsson, that sounds familiar too. So some of these guys made the major leagues. Never heard of Toby Borland. John Salas or Sally's sales, not sure. Mark Howie, Matt Maysay. Rick Davis. And Randy Knorr, I think he made the major leagues for a little bit. Randy Knorr, with the is silent. I think it's Nor, not Knorr. Our winner of that pack. And... Uh, maybe some of these other cards that we open and some um free wax packs is brad evers thanks brad for your support old friend from fort recovery st henry area in ohio uh teacher for fort recovery uh go indians all right so here's a couple other packs we have a um tops gq pack i'll go ahead and open that one up this is pretty new I don't know if this is twenty-two. This is nineteen or two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, this is so. This is pretty new. All right. So our first pa- our first card is Max Scherzer. Pretty cool. And then we have um, Akil Badu. Haven Smith, or Pavin Smith. I think it's Pavin. Chris Sale. And these are look like they're um, kind of... Uh, they're, these are painted cards. I mean, they're like an artist's artist's rendering. We have Patrick Corbin. It's a green uh, parallel. It's got a different color border. Glaber Torres. That's some good games against the tribe. most kills us, I think. And Yawn Moncota. Alright. So done with that pack. Now let's get out another pack. We have one more. And it is a Topps Gallery pack. It's got Bryce Harper in the front of the pack. Alright. We have Matt Brash, rookie card, has the RC for rookie card down in the corner. Corey Seager, he's had some good years. Brandon Marsh, rookie card that is a special parallel, looks kind of like a refractor. That's pretty cool, he's he's had some good years too, uh, so far. Oh, an old throwback, Lou Gehrig, wow, that's a really cool card, I like it. And then Walker Bueller, he's had a good start to his career. He's a really good pitcher, Walker Bueller. So there's our other packs there. Um, so Brad, Evers um, will be getting most of those cards, and then some other free wax packs. And um, thanks for tuning into the YouTube part of the podcast, um, and we will go finish up the podcast. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can contact us in the following ways. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And if you put in um, a certain episode number, it'll take you right there. Uh, Remember to check out our other podcast. CVs tend to check out a a music podcast, which is out now. It comes out once a month. And we're always looking to promote veterans charities, so contact us to learn more about donating to veterans and their charities. And thanks always to Curtis for the research. This has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and remember to always keep God first in your life. Have a good one.